0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer.
2: Welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast, brought to you by Maria Hatsi stefanis Maria is the founder of Rodial and Nip & Fab, best-selling author, and on a mission to help you achieve your dreams. Maria's highly anticipated third book, How to Live Your Best Life, is
1: now available on Amazon.
2: Hi, Liv. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Today's topic is going to be self-care which is kind of a bit of, well, it's very much a buzzword at the moment, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's something that we should all make time for in our lives, no matter what age or gender or anything we are. And what I like about the term is that it's totally loose. Self-care is doing something positive for yourself, which is purely for you. And it can be anything that you want. It can just be taking a long shower every day or visiting your favorite painting in a museum every now and again, whatever. Um, And I know like Maria, you've got so much going on with your life. Do you ever feel like you just burn out and you need some self-care? All the time. I mean, just last week, it's been one
0: of the craziest weeks. I am at the office all day. I work on my podcast and my book after hours. Then I had to work on Saturday. We had some stock issues in the office and I had to spend the day with the team sorting them out. And then come Sunday, I had to drive the kids around to various activities. Um, And there was a point on Sunday at around four o'clock that I thought, oh my God, I haven't had the weekend. I haven't had a day off. And there were a few more things I needed to do for the day, kids kid related. And um, yeah, so there was a point that I realized I wasn't gonna have a weekend. And I took an hour, I ran a bath and put some Epsom salts in it. Very nice. And gave myself just one hour that I had my hot bath with the salts and um, was watching some Netflix and then came out of the bath, dressed again and continued with my errands with the kids. Um, and that one hour in the bath, that was the self-care hour of the week. And that's all I had one hour.
2: Oh, my God. That's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough.
0: It's not enough. And and that that happened last week. And I'm so looking forward to the next weekend. I hope hope
2: you've got some time this weekend. I I hope
0: so. I hope nothing urgent comes up. Uh, But there are times that there's just no time for yourself. You know, that's the reality. And it's not just me.
2: it's, It's everyone out there. Everyone's busy.
0: Everyone has work, family. I think
2: it's good that you, rather than trying to snatch 10 minutes here and there, you just gave yourself that one hour and you knew that there was a time limit. But an hour is quite a good amount of time. You can have a bath. You can watch an episode of Friends or whatever. Mm. Like you can actually do a lot in one hour in terms of just relaxing. So I think it's probably good just to kind of give yourself that amount of time. Do you ever have a whole day to relax? Is, does that happen in, in your life?
0: Yeah, it does. Um, Usually a Sunday. I find Saturdays are you're still trying to get into the mindset that the weekend has come. And there's always a few errands that you have to run. But Sunday is more of my day. Yeah. And my ideal day, it will be one that I will be at home all day. I don't want to go anywhere. I would be in my pajamas and just sit down and do something that's almost... You know, I would never do on any other day. Just watch reruns of my favorite show on Netflix, or call my sister. We're very close and be on the phone talking about nothing for for three hours. oh so nice. And just doing, <laughs> yeah, and and doing things that it, they just feel like you're doing nothing. Because all week it's all about chasing my goals and getting motivated and making things happen and there's a day that honestly I need to not make anything happen yeah at all
2: totally so important And I know what you mean about Saturdays because sometimes Saturdays can be quite you know maybe a friend of yours wants to meet up for like breakfast Mm. and you're like um okay (laughs) yeah that's in the morning where I want to be in bed or like you know there's someone's got lunch plans or there's like a birthday you have to go to or. or there's someone wants to go to a gallery with you or like you kind of feel like you should Mm. be kind of out and about in London or like doing something or shopping or whatever it is. Sometimes it's nice just to kind of think about Sunday as a day where there isn't any pressure to even like just leave the house as you say, that you can just like stay in your own kind of base. And everyone needs that. Everyone needs that, that time alone. Yeah.
0: I mean, same as you on Saturdays, sometimes I feel that there are things that I need to do that I don't have time during the week. Such as maybe having a manicure and pedicure, or mm. dealing with taking a few things to the tailor's. Um, but it's not a day that I can totally relax. These are still things that need to get done. Yeah. Whereas on a Sunday, a lot of the stores are closed. There's there's a more calm feeling. You can you can really relax on a Sunday.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's lovely. I like just kind of putting a chicken in the oven and like that kind of. You know that the mm. chicken's going to take like an hour, and, an hour and a half to roast. So you just have that hour and a half to kind of like potter around and like light a candle and like kind of like very slowly tidy things. Like, you know, like kind of rearranging something that doesn't really need rearranging, yeah. that kind of stuff. I love doing that thing. That's, I think that kind of does count as self-care. Like even like rearranging your sock drawer yeah. can be self-care. Anytime that you spend just like with yourself mm. doing something that mm. doesn't even really matter even that's that's it It doesn't have to be anything too stressful
0: doesn't even matter what's your ideal lazy day
2: um my ideal lazy day I suppose it would be kind of like a semi-lion probably until like 10 and then I would kind of potter around the house as I say and kind of like maybe make some soup, like go and like buy loads of lovely like fruit and vegetables and stuff and like make a soup. Mm. And then I would just kind of have the radio one. I listen to Desert Island Discs or Radio 4 or some good podcasts. And I would just like make the house really nice, maybe invite some friends out for dinner, but like just friends that don't stress me out. Um, <laughs> I'd probably drink some red wine while I cook. I think cooking something that I know how to cook is a really, when I've had like a really stressful time with work or I'm having it, I'm just a bit like all up in my head my first thing I do is I make this like pea and bacon soup that Mm. my mum taught me how to make. And I just, because I know how to cook it so well, Mm. I just have the ingredients and I like chop things and I make things and my brain just kind of like goes into the soup. (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, I mean, that's just so simple. Or something like, I mean, maybe nowadays I might might go to like an exercise class, but that's kind of, I feel like self-care and exercise kind of go together, but also that's also giving yourself a bit of a hard time. I feel like self-care is more about just allowing yourself nothing. Yeah. and With with all the pressures of everyday life just like out the window. Yeah.
0: I I don't think as exercise as self-care really. No. It's something that I do during the week, but then on the weekend I go super slow. So there's my one day of the week that I do not work out is usually a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And that means I mean, sometimes I'll try to go for a walk, but sometimes I don't even get that bad. <laughs> you know, and, and this podcast is all about success. And I do think that to be successful, you just need a lazy day. Yeah, You absolutely need that to charge your batteries. And if you are go, go, go 24-7 and always on on a mission, always driving things forward, you can burn out totally. You need that lazy day that you're just indulging
2: in anything that you do not allow yourself to indulge throughout the week. And definitely evenings in the week too. I mean, I'm a real sucker for being invited to things and saying yes to them before I've even considered whether I want to go to them or not. And then I end up having to go to like three birthday dinners in like a day or, um, you know, just like kind of running around London in the evenings too. So I find it really hard to say no to... Um, being invited to to events, basically. Do you get invited to loads of stuff, and how do you make sure you're going to the right things, and how and you're not kind of like running yourself into the ground by trying to say yes to everyone? Because mm. I feel like that's a problem that a lot of people have. kind of and that's where there's that culture of um, like cancellation. Yeah, that's kind of happening at the moment. Where, well, it's been happening for a while, but when you kind of like make plans, and then all you want to do is just get out of the plans. Mm. Um, How do you kind of work that kind of thing?
0: I'm getting better with time. I used to say yes to everything because I'm a natural people pleaser. But then over the years, especially with work being so demanding and having a family, I just have to set the boundaries and be very selective. And I always ask the question, will attending this event make me happy or bring any benefits to my family or work? Mm. And... If the going to that event takes any of those points, then I would go. Yeah. If it doesn't, then I I am just very honest, and I if a friend invites me, um, I would I would say to her, listen, I've I have a crazy schedule. I haven't properly seen the kids for a few days now, and I really need some time with my family. So unfortunately, I cannot yeah. make it. Um, I know people sometimes try to find some crazy excuses uh, that are super dramatic and they feel that only a dramatic excuse would be acceptable. But I do, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, do think, I do think by telling the truth on what your current situation is, um, it's the best way to politely decline an invitation that, that you don't need at this point.
2: It's so true. And if someone said to you, do you wanna to go to this party later? And you just said, no, I'm not in the mood. I just want to go mm. home. Mm. That is a completely valid thing to say. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, people should just be, I'm trying to be more like that and trying to be more honest. If someone says, do you want to meet up for brunch on a Sunday? And I know that I just, I'm just going to want to be in bed on Sunday. I'll mm. just say, I'll I'll say, uh, no, <laughs> can we just meet later? Or like, I just really want Sunday to be my own day on my own. Yeah. And I just really want some alone time. I've had a really crazy week. And I feel like, as you say, like before, I would just always make these crazy excuses like oh no my I've got a really I've got like some like my friend's really ill or like I need to go yeah. and look after someone or I've, I've been locked out or exactly I've got some I've got delivery coming or, like I would just make up some kind of lie and then I would start worrying about the lie which mm. is like even worse so yeah you're right I, I think just kind of just telling the truth is is the best way yeah. forward and
0: the, w- the way I think about this is if someone came to you and said give me a hundred pounds and I'm never gonna give it back to you, would you say, okay, I'm going to give it to you? You would say no. And the same <laughs> applies for your time. When you're giving someone your time, yeah, it's as if you're just giving money out there because your time is money. You can only accept things that either make you happy or benefit you in, in some way. I'm not saying that they have every occasion with a friend (laughs) is a money-making opportunity but your your time is money and and you know for again going back to the podcast and being successful you need to value your time Mm -hmm. and if spending your day at home relaxing is what you need right now so the next day you go out there and make things happen taking away from your self-care time Mm -hmm is gonna cost you because you're not gonna be as rested the next day to go out and chase your dreams.
2: Yeah, so true. And also sometimes events don't even need to take that long. Like I think because now all we do is like text and WhatsApp each other. I feel like in the 90s, people probably didn't really hang out as much because you just have phone conversations. So if you want to go and see a friend that takes like four hours now, like you travel to go and see them, you have a few drinks, you have dinner, then you come back. That's quite a nice thing to do, but you could always as well just like have a long conversation on the phone or as well like business meetings. A lot of my clients at the moment who I'm working for insist that I go all the way into East London to like have a quick meeting. And I I say to them like, is it okay if we just have a catch up on the phone Um, just for 20 Mm. minutes because that's easier? And sometimes they insist that I go all the way over there and sometimes they're fine with the phone conversation. But when I go over there, it's always, I always think I could have done this hmm. in a 20 minute conversation on the phone. And it does not take this kind of, I think because people sort of, sometimes it's like to make meetings for meetings sake. Hmm. And there's just no point, but I think that's, I think when you say things like time is money and your time is money, that I'm trying to get really strict on because you just don't need that. Yeah, You just have to work, like work out how your time is best spent and that takes so many years of practice, doesn't it? It's hard. Yeah. To yeah. know yourself, to know, to know what kind of things that you go to do make you happy, to know which things kind of piss you off, which things do you find boring, which things yeah. do you find stressful, and then just kind of breaking it all down like that. I mean, you must travel a lot for work. Do you enjoy traveling? Because it means you can kind of switch off a bit like being on a plane or something. Or I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, my favorite time
0: is when I'm on a flight, especially long haul flights to I travel to New York a lot, and that's a six, seven hour flight. Sometimes there is Wi-Fi. I prefer it when there's not. Yeah, so me too. I'm not contactable during the flight. And it's it's a very serene time. I can read a book. I can watch three movies, one after the other. yeah, and no one is chasing me for my attention, my time. It's, it's such a great moment. It's, yeah, I, I put on some masks on, you know, some face masks. Oh, so nice, isn't it? It's 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 one of my favorite moments, actually. Yeah, traveling to a destination.
2: Being all cozy under a blanket and watching yeah. some films. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they shouldn't bring Wi-Fi into planes. I think that's absolutely crazy. They'd bring it into the tube as well. It's like, give us some places where you just can't talk to anyone. That would just be so much nicer. I know. It's like forced self-care, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. You to
0: just be by yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we both live in London, which despite being a city with 33% public green space, did my research, uh, it's not really like the same as living in the calming, peaceful countryside. So I was wondering how much um, you are able to get out of the city or get into nature and whether that's something that you do... For your own self-care? Is that something that you like doing?
0: Funny that you, you asked this question because um, I used to go for a morning walk or a run a few years ago and I would go to my local park and that cleared my mind. It gave me lots of positive energy for the day and just that connection with nature was just incredible. And I stopped doing it for a few years. I don't know why, maybe, you know, got into winter and it was cold and snowing. And Mm. then at some point I stopped doing it. But then last weekend, um, I woke up one day. I didn't have a class booked. And I said, let me walk to the park. I had my favorite podcast on and went for a walk. And now I'm back into it. And and so my new resolution now is to try to go to the park and have a walk in the morning. Um, The three days that I don't go to the gym. Mm. and again I do it first thing in the morning when it's um I I like it to be light so you know I wouldn't go in the dark no don't do that (laughs) uh yeah I would go when it's light and it just it gets you started with your day you feel great you you know you breathe in the fresh air um and I think we should try to do more of that yeah how about you
2: I'm I'm the same I, I really I really think it's important to see kind of seasonal change I really, I used to walk um, to work through this really nice park near Brixton um, that had these really great sections of kind of wildflowers that they would let grow. And I remember like over the two years I worked at this company, I just kind of watched, I, it was so nice seeing the seasons change. And that kind of gave me a, a feeling of time passing. And I, it was, I was, it was just kind of made me feel differently about work. I felt like I was, like time was passing and I was progressing just from seeing that like, the leaves and stuff. Or like I loved it when, um, like walking through the park was just like so cold and freezing and a kind of like a bit horrible. And then suddenly like it became like, you saw like little kind of like um, like snowdrops and then crocuses and then daffodils mm. and then springtime comes and then suddenly all the cowslip mm. comes out. It's just like a really nice um, thing to signify time passing. And I've never been to LA before, but I have always felt a bit like it wouldn't be the place for me because if it's just sunny every day, like how do you know what's going mm. on? I feel like it's not a kind of natural thing to not see that stuff. So it's very important for me to, mm. to see that.
0: And now even going into into the fall season with, you know, we'll see the leaves falling. Yeah, so nice. And it's, even if, you know, it gets darker, it's it just feels so fresh being out there.
2: Yeah, I love yeah. it. This is my favorite time of year, like when it's blue skies and like red leaves and really mm. crisp, great for a walk. Yeah, autumn walk is like mm. the ideal. Love it. Maybe not so much when it's like drizzling in winter, but we'll see how we go. Um, <laughs> And also, I mean, that aside, um, I do like kind of browsing the internet for maybe kind of vouchers for spa deals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been known to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I like looking into kind of massages and stuff. Do you ever like book treatments for yourself? Oh, yeah. For some self-care. Yeah. Aside from manis and pedis as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I wish, you know, in my ideal world, I would have a weekly massage Now what I try to do, because it's not always, I don't always have the time to go to a spa. When I travel and I stay at the hotel that does have a spa attached to it, I book a treatment the minute Mm. I arrive there. And that actually helps with the jet lag. Yeah, You have a relaxing treatment, you sleep better and you ease into that new time zone more easily. Um, So I always try to have a treatment when I'm traveling. Now, when in London, um, I feel like going to a spa, it's a big time commitment. You go, you check in, you wear a bathrobe. You know. Yeah. Um, so I do try to find some local places where I can go and have a quick 45 minute, uh, Swedish massage mm-hmm. or something that's a little bit less of a time commitment. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, when I travel for leisure, then it, if the hotel has a spa, then i book myself every day for treatments but it's just hard yes. to fit a weekly treatment when you are based in London because our lives are busy
2: yeah how about you have you found anything I just I'm kind of like you if I'm on a work trip I might book something in but um I haven't really found a place near my house that I would kind of want to go into sometimes you go into some of these like Beauty parlours and you go into the back room and they do massage, and you're like, I don't really want to get a massage no. in here. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> but it's hard to find the time. But I think in terms of self-care, there is something nice about, I think there's something psychological about spending like a fair bit of money on yourself, mm-hmm. whether that's buying like something quite expensive to wear or spending £50 pounds on a massage. It's kind of like, because you've always got that mentality, like, oh, the money should be spent better elsewhere, especially if you have kids, or something, you can always think, like, oh, that could be, like, money for the kids or money for new clothes or whatever it would be mm. for them. But I think in terms of self-care, spending that money on something just for you, is like, that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, money is tied to the experience because it's kind of, like, a little bit outrageous, but it's just, for you. Or like, getting a haircut is a really mm. good, good example of like, yeah. having a lovely haircut. Like, no one's going to benefit from that, really, apart from you, and yeah. it's just, like... yeah a very selfish thing but it's not selfish it's just kind of you know, it's
0: not I mean I guess the the simplest things that um I do for self-care that do not require a lot of time or money the simplest thing is a is a bath is a Mm -hmm. hot bath with Epsom salts and some essential oils for me that's the quickest way to self-care and the least expensive one um and then the other thing that I love is when i have a professional blow dry at the salon mm. i always ask for a head massage oh yeah and that is heaven <laughs> that is heaven it's like, so good so, so good so good and i don't know why not all the salons do it and sometimes you have to ask "oh i don't do head massage just do do my head massage" the yeah, worst is when they just it. when
2: you think they're going to and then yeah. they don't
0: oh, oh my god and you're and you're like, like
2: oh, oh. That's so annoying. That is so
0: like such a disappointment. You're waiting all day for that head massage. I know it doesn't happen. Well, they do it
2: for like they do it really sort of lackluster, like can't be bothered way, and you're like, this is the only reason I'm here. The only reason I'm here. Yeah, I
0: know. And it it, you feel so good, even if it's a few minutes, and then Mm. even your hair looks
2: better after your
0: scalp has been massaged. So yeah. So true.
2: We're into that. Very important. Any hairdressers out there who are listening, please remember to go to town on the head massage because <laughs> everyone needs it. and We all want it to, never to stop. Um, and also you sent me an article um, from The Cut, which was famous women on their, on their best relaxation techniques. Mm. And there was a really funny one. Chris um, Jenner says that she goes to Costco to relax her. yeah. Ooh.
0: That's, um, you know, when I read that, I thought, can I relate to that? Is there anything? (laughs) Yeah. No, is there anything that I do that revolves around being in a store? And actually, there is something that happens to me. When I'm in L.A., I usually stay in an area called Westwood, and there's a Target, in that area and I usually go there to check on new beauty products and it's it's walking distance from my hotel. I always stay at the, the same place and the W in Westwood and I go to that store and it's I usually go very early because of the jet lag. It's always empty and I start checking out the new beauty products and you know what's what's new in skincare and makeup and then make my way into the clothes area and sporting goods. I don't even need anything, but being there and walking around that store relaxes me. And I don't know if I end up buying anything, but just mm. being in that store, they also have a Starbucks in there. So I may pick up a Starbucks and just <laughs> start walking around. So maybe it has to do with stores in California because I never get this feeling in
2: London. No, mm. that's funny, isn't it? But it- I can't imagine a similar shop to Target in London because London's just too busy. Every shop is just like, ah,
0: yeah, full of no, people. No, and like, yeah. they always
2: put fast music on. But I can imagine a, like a really empty, enormous, sprawling yeah. California mall. Just like, and that kind of music that's like, da da da, da you know, kind Abs- of like oh, yeah. relaxing yeah. shopping yeah. music. Yeah. And you can like just look at all the, the fresh. There's something really relaxing about looking at kind of like a box of tennis balls hmm. or like, like everything's new or like yeah. kind of new sporting goods. Or even like, I love going to like French supermarkets and yeah. like looking at all the stationery and like the, like the canned goods section. I know what you mean mm. about big shops. Mm. I think, yeah, I get it. And I get why Chris Jenner likes Costco. Why is that? It's so mm. weird.
0: It's, yeah, it has to do, you're right. It has to do with the space. Mm. It has to do with the music. And just all the variety of different everyday goods. Yeah. Like it's not designer goods. So this you're not, homely. yeah, it doesn't stress you out. Oh my God, I need this, I need that, <laughs> I need the other. You're just yeah. walking through with your card. And yeah, I guess it's relaxing.
2: Yeah. If it's well, relaxing
0: for <laughs> Jenner, yeah, yeah. She must be into something. And
2: I bet she is a stressed out lady. So anything mm-hmm. that she does... Sounds great to me. Cool. Well, that's enough time for this section. Join us after the break and we'll be talking about our obsessions of this week. Okay, so welcome back time for our obsessions this week um I'm gonna go first mm, go for it okay mine is a book that I've just bought by a fantastic writer and screenwriter called Nora Ephron who's responsible for some of the best rom-coms of all time um and it's a book called I feel bad about my neck which is about hmm. being a woman and it's kind of laughing at the stuff that we feel nervous about or anxious about and it's just like a really when you do feel a bit like funny about your And 365 day returns. Body, or like you're stressed out about your life or your social life, you can read this kind of book and just like basically just think, just remember, like kind of apply a sense of humor to it. So it's really helpful. So I read that before bed at the moment with my candle next to me. And mm-hmm. It's very relaxing. Maybe with a face mask, sometimes not, sometimes with one. So what about you, Maria?
0: Right. So recently I decided to invest in good quality linen. And I went onto this website and it was asking me what was the level of thread count that I wanted. And I, I have no idea, you know, what level of thread count. So I went <laughs> for the highest one, which was about a thousand. And I got a new duvet cover and new um, sheets uh, and it arrived and I feel like I'm sleeping in a hotel every night oh that is great it makes such a huge difference having good quality linen i mean we spend so much time in bed um and it just made a huge difference so i would very highly recommend anyone who's looking for new linen to go for the highest red hound i would say around a thousand would do it for you
2: and it's it's a life changer top tip just yeah just make your bed better then your life will be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Maria. See you next time. Bye.
0: If you like the Overnight Success Podcast, please make sure you tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcast, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment. You can find me at Mrs. Rodial. On Twitter and Instagram. This is the Overnight Success Podcast. I am Maria Hatzistefanis. See you next week.